live from the VMP Fan Awards, it's the Vocal Minority Podcast. I voted for Dyson. I'm just going to say it right now. I'm hoping to win most Duncan this year. He's had a lock on that for too long. You pry that from my cold dead hands, Tony. Well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast that isn't on daily because, well, we know you like your free time. On this week's show, we talk about awards, some more awards, and yet more awards. It's fairly award season in the land of footy. Uh, Oh, and some MLS playoffs while trying to predict TFC's playoff opponent and outcome, whatever. Um, It's kind of an award. You are an award. It's true. No, I said MLS Cup is kind of an award. Kind of an award. Yeah, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nominated for MLS Cup, really. No. Mm. Anyway, um, now this week's panel. Mm. Nominated for Best Owner, take that, Ryan Reynolds, it's Duncan Fletcher. Hey, yeah, yeah, you know, hopefully soon Darlington will be playing Wrexham, and uh, then, yeah, can get in there and fuck him up. Do it. Mm. I, I expect a, a, a targeted social media campaign from you on that day, Duncan. Perhaps. Okay. Lots of, lots of sheep... Uh, uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, up for number one kit nerd. Welcome to Mark Hinckley. It's just an honor to be nominated. That's bullshit. Where's the fucking trophy for me? Hand it over. <laughs> Y'all know better. Y'all know better. Uh, in the running for best crew cat, say hello to Tony Walsh. I had the original idea for Star Wars and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was, I was going to give the award to Kid Nerd Mark because you know, it's right there in the name. But then you know, there's that kind of Kid Nerd Wifey as well. I yeah, like I know. A, it's, she's it's, a better Kid Nerd than Kid Nerd Mark. So best like, Kid it's, Nerd it's, uh, goes, goes dicey, to Mary. Yeah, it's all political. Uh, as for me, as always, I am in the running, uh, most likely to podcast with five year olds. I am your host, Kristen Knowles, and now this week's show. So gross. Yeah. Thanks. Of battleships, two drinks for the limits of coal, three drinks for the pilots, one drink for the limits of battleships, two drinks for accountants. All right, first up on this week's show, it's a uh, CanCon time. I know normally we kick the show off with TFC, but eh, what have they done for us lately? Um, so we're gonna go. Right into CanPL, and we'll talk about Hamilton's upcoming CONCACAF League match next week. Though a little bit of news is that they won't be playing in Haiti, even though their opponent is Haitian. Instead, they'll be in the Dominican Republic as uh, Arcahays. Is that how you say their name? Close enough. I don't, I'm no authority on Haitian... Uh... Top lane. So. Pronunciation. Yeah. All right. Their home ground apparently isn't up to standard. No, I, I like. I would be curious to find out if any in Haiti isn't up to standard. Like, I, it doesn't matter how many people can fit because there are no fans in the stands. But yes, is the pitch big enough? Do you have dressing rooms 
Right. Are there lights? Give lighting. Can you put a camera you know? or three in it? All right, we good. Yeah. It struck me as very odd that it wasn't up to standards. And I was like, really, what are standards right now? <laughs> you know. Also, the Dominican was the next best bet. Apparently, that was the next level up. So. Well, I mean, that, that's kind of, you know, that makes a certain amount of sense. Well, they share an island, but still. They do, yes. It's closer, yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, anyway, so we'll talk about that next week because their their match isn't until December 1st. And uh, who knows what shall transpire between then, uh, now and then. Uh, but speaking of international, international spots, I know. See that, that terrible segue worked? Or didn't wow. work. I know. I'm rusty, okay? It's been like two weeks. I'm off my game. It's um, like we did that entire two minutes just to set up that intro. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so something that's been... We haven't had a chance to talk about this, and I, I really wanted to talk about this, is this new wrinkle, um, or ongoing. I, I Everyone knows that there's sort of manipulation of how Campiel rosters get built uh, behind the scenes from the home office in partnership with 21st club. God, it's such a bad name. Um, And this has to do generally with scouting um, and evaluating international players and something that has come out in the last few weeks from whatever behind the scenes conversations, um, some of, you know, ongoing from last season is the number of international players. Now, MLS has an international player cap. You can't have, you know, you can only have a certain number of internationals. Now you get to trade them with other teams and all sorts of, again, it's all smoke and mirrors, right? But there's an attempt, a ridiculous attempt. There's not much of an attempt, a vague attempt to be like, all right, you can't just pack your team with where whatever you want, but there's an attempt. For CanPL, instead of capping the number of international players or giving, I guess, teams this same fluid um, option, they've mandated a minimum number, which for a league that has come into being as developing Canadian talent in a Canadian league strikes me as odd. Oh, that's so 2019. Yes. They've spent what? two. They've spent like one point one two years or something like that. How 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 much of a percentage of a year are we giving the uh, the island games? Yeah, ten percent. No, there you go. One 20, point quarter of a year. Hey, oh, oh, you're you're how, how generous, sir. <laughs> Thank so they you. spent one and a quarter years <laughs> developing Canadian talent. Give them a break, Kristen. <laughs> No, I refuse. I, you know, and I, I understand that obviously as this league is just growing and stuff, you, there's still, there's obviously room for international players, but the fact that there's a mandated number that you have to have at least four international players on your squad. Is there um, also a maximum? If that's a minimum? I haven't seen anything that indicates a maximum. I, I feel like there should be a maximum. I, I agree. Yeah, a maximum just makes sense. A minimum... Is that's just a bit is, is puzzling. I mean, this this twenty first club thing is that you know affiliated with the league? Is this like Media Pro or like One Soccer or something? Where okay, this is naturally an independent thing. This is kind of like the league's little baby. Or no, they they well no they exist they're independently. Go, they're they outside. are their, their own thing. Okay, um, they're from. So presumably they've got some kind of contract with. 
Campiel says, we'll help you out, but you have to commit to giving us at least this many. In which case, fuck these guys. You know. They'll also be the shirt sponsor for the next three clubs. <laughs> That's what I'm waiting for. Well, we, need, we do need yes. a new shirt sponsor. I hope, it's getting a bit boring. I hope it. I it hope is the logo is terrible. Boring. Like something straight out of, you know, the cutting edge of graphic design in 1989 or something like that. Just gold, <laughs> gold looking like that shimmer effect, that uh, gradient with a really terrible font. Oh my God, I would want that on my shirt just for the lulls. <laughs> It is pretty bad. So yeah, so like the 21st Club, they're it's their UK base. They've got offices, whatever other places. And their their sole purpose, at least in partnership with KPL, is to scout young international players. And part of this whole thing is that, and again, you know, the the league wants to be a selling league as well. So it's a bit of a mercenary look at it, is that they want to scout young international players, put you know, put them in the window, give them a little bit of a shine, and then sell them. That's sort of mm. the whole purpose of this. But again, just the fact that there's a there's a, a not even a restriction, a, a, a mandate that you must do this. Um, and we've heard, you know, we've heard some some scuttlebutt that coaches aren't necessarily thrilled about having this forced upon them, um, that they'd rather choose. You know, they appreciate the scouting information like these guys. There's they're a sports, you know, they're an analytics group. That's what they do. Um, and sure, why wouldn't you take advantage of information? That's good. But I think it's the, it's the mandated number that is the issue. It's what I have issue with. I, I don't think, mm-hmm. um, anything else is really that problematic. I, it's just, to me, it strikes me as, uh, a bit much and, well, you know, a lot of strange too, that like, if they're, you know, they're not high profile, but if they're, um, international players with, a future that KPL feels they can translate into future sales, they're probably going to be, you know, valued out of the KPL's mm-hmm. price range, aren't they? Because that'd be a, if they are of value, they're most likely attached to a club in their native country. Yeah, at some level. We've obviously talked about how right, Canadian CPL players—they don't make that much money. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, are these? players from wherever it is are they coming over here for you know like 15 20 000 canadian dollars a year or something like that i i highly doubt are they gonna come over here and live below the poverty line for what you know what i mean yeah you came here and you made twenty thousand dollars to uh to play for whichever canfield team you want um is that really better than maybe the $20,000 Canadian you made locally, but you could afford your own place? This is, of course, assuming that a, the places where getting players are, aren't exactly teaming with, with wealth and B, um, it's that the cost of living is that low. But who's, I don't know, like who, who are we poaching at a ridiculous discount only to flip it later and what club is going to let us have them it's an interesting well, there's very a, good questions there's a at least a couple of coaches and agents in ontario who probably still have basements that can fit three to four gambians <laughs> you would think i mean but that's the thing probably because of europe's um 
rules on bringing in uh, players from countries, you know, where their coefficient is of a certain level in FIFA, and they have to be have played a certain amount of time um, in their national team. Maybe they're looking at those countries that you know where the players can't break into European clubs very easily. So, but yeah, you would be looking at kind of, uh, probably more unorthodox international programs, maybe not your usual players. It's speculation, though. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're obviously bringing in uh, you know very big name, famous Brazilian players. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just think you know who I'm talking about there. Mm-hmm. You, you know. And it's not to say that some, like the international players, some of them have done quite well here for their various clubs. It's just again, it's this whole interference thing, and, and it highlights the fact that these really. A lot of this feels a lot more like MLS than I think we would like it to um, in terms of roster interference. And yeah, it's, remember remember when TFC started and there was a mandatory number of Canadians? Yeah, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why we need Campiel, but still that was that was a handicap right there. It was like, hey, welcome to the team. But by the way, you need to do this. <laughs> Have fun. Um, anyway. We'll see what how this unfolds over the over the off season and into the next year, but I can't I can't see this as a as a league rule staying as the league grows and as the whole you know we're looking at Canadian talent we're developing Canadian talent and they are you know they're selling Canadian players they're getting you know loans out overseas and getting you know really good time scoring goals all those things um, it just strikes me as as, as something that can't it, that can't last, or maybe that shouldn't last, whether and it even happens. There's, the there's a good chance it's going to come down to or any of these players that were that twenty first club has pointed out to us, and we're bringing in. You know, are they then sort of being sold on and actually sort of making money? And you know, if they are, then yeah, yeah this program will probably just uh, sort of keep going. Uh, but yeah, if you know, give it two or three years and none of these players have ever panned out, then you know at that point there's really no excuse at all for for keeping it going. You know? I mean, hooray, they they brought us William Wallace, presumably the twenty first club thing. But you know, there's only so many people out there with funny names. Probably. Exactly. Now, if they if they focus just on the funny names, I might be more on board with this. Yeah, that's that's a club I could I, get. Them. I, I think I think you know if that can be part of the mandate, then I could be swayed. That's just, a scouting. Yeah. That's a scouting department we should build. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess, yes. I mean, oh we God. could offer our services. I mean, yeah, be the best. I mean, come on. Ever. There's a cottage industry we can get behind. Yeah. Is that a, a minimum fun. minimum of two? Hilarious names, names per yeah. club. Yeah. I like it. All right, we. I, I'd call them marketable. Mm. This is, yeah, this yeah, is fair. Uh, this yeah. is our new off-season project, guys. I, I, I believe in yeah. this. Yeah. Oh, All right. Oh, sure. He's not going to score you many goals, but the laughs will generate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the engagement, the t-shirts and the signage exactly. that you're going to generate, like. Who cares the, how your the social is? media, like the, the memes and whatever. The fleet. I could see, oh, see future scandals. The fleet. Yes. Uh-huh. Future future scandals of guys changing their names to hilarious things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Show us the party 
certificate. Right, yeah. right. You just happen to be named Mario Lemieux. Well, your birth certificate, John Smith. It <laughs> <laughs> would be funny. It's like he changed his name to Mario Lemieux, but his birth certificate said Mark Messier. Like, yeah. why yeah. did you switch? Whatever. <laughs> Wait, your name's not Freddie Mercury. Well, neither is Freddie Mercury's name. It didn't so stop then, him. Yeah. You know, there's just a lot of ways you can go with this. I see where this is going, and I'm here for it. Yes, <laughs> this is a, a bright new future for the it league. Or just- you know, equally famous other football names from the past, but just change a letter <laughs> for just for the great you know announcements. Yeah, Jerry, Jerry Lineker. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Johan Cruff. <laughs> it's Bailey. Bailey. New York Knights and they signed Bailey. Who? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Diego Maragona. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Excellent player. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he played, did he play for Papali? Yeah, I think he did. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah, let's make that happen. <laughs> Does any, okay, do any of you guys have football manager, and then how much time do you have to look? Because really, <laughs> that would be a starting 11 of spectacular proportions. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, moving on. Um, so award season, as, as, as I mentioned earlier, and we're still in Campion Land. We talked about this, I think, our last show or the show before that. Still no end of season awards. I'm just wondering, like, have they forgotten? Did they lose the envelope? Hamilton's still playing. Yeah, season's not over. <laughs> Cam it's in their draft. Season is over. The camp has got at least two games. For like two months, two games left. But that's not part of the CampL season. It's, that's part of their. Season. It's not over until the sponsors say it's over, Kristen. <laughs> so have you ever seen an end of year award be delayed? Like, again, it is CampL. We take a year and a half to decide things through the disco, but um, it's it's it just strikes me as. A bit odd. You've got players leaving, coaches leave. You know, like stuff is happening, and you think that you'd want again some engagement with your fans in this time when there's not a lot to engage your fans about. While we're still waiting to find out if fans can be back at games next year, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. This is something that gets them involved, but no. So instead. This is what leads me to. Doesn't matter because the league has thought up the newest distraction noodle. It's the fan awards now. Fan. That, that, that's getting the fans involved. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. The fans yeah. involved. The fan awards get the fan involved. Yeah. yeah. Who gives a shit what uh, you know? The, the league officially <laughs> year, decide to do. Um, so we've got a gazillion additional categories, uh, and so let's. So we've got save of the year by. I think it's Allstate, because isn't it always? The Assist of the Year. Now, the Assist of the Year has no sponsor, mm. which mm. is to me a missed opportunity. I, I don't understand. Oh, yeah. How do they... That's begging for, for us to just give it a sponsor, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I would like Dr. Kevorkian's Assist of the Year. <laughs> Flesh, <laughs> Flashlight Assist of the Year. That's actually really funny. Yeah. I I I, uh, the, I came up with Windsor Salt because you know you know you're always there for the salt you're there for the steak 
but the salt makes it better. Mm. See, I actually kind of went weirdly serious on it, but it's it's still flushlight dunk. <laughs> hey, well, you know, except I mean, it's, for it's, uh, it's giving a helping. Yeah, hand. it really gets a hold of you. Yeah. I think I'm that sticking with that. I'm sticking with Dr. Kavorkin. <laughs> you would sell out to the medical industry, Tony. I'm all for big, big assisted death. Oh, I mean, I'm in the pocket of big death. <laughs> we knew it. We knew it ever ever since you were trying to convince me to inject that weird, mysterious solution. You called it a solution. Yep. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't take that. Too, Need something over your face? Too, Pillows. Too glowy green for me. Or in sort of like in in Tony's vein, if you want to have uh, what, a, in my veins, a, a Canadian tie-in, um, Mary kills people. The CBC show. What? No one's in, no one's into CanCon. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of it. Yeah, we have to make four minimum international references per episode. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've got shot, not goal of the year. Of course, it's by sponsored by Tequila. Uh, there's the fan favorite. That's irresponsible, by the way. I, 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 are we being asked to to give our opinion on all of these, or are we just listing what they are? I'm listing them off first, and then we can discuss. Or you can excellent. You can, okay. Um, I, fan favorite. I match. researched. Did you? Oh, okay. I'll. I'll. I'll I should I rewind? So, did you vote? Yeah, I did. You're adorable. I did not vote. Hey, look. I wanted to respect the integrity of the vote. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wanted to honor the history of the of the El Himador Shot of the Year trophy, which has been given around for generations to generations. By generations, I mean one season. Um, I, yeah, exactly. I, I, I admire yeah. your integrity, Duncan. I only can aspire to be like you. As a member of the the influential media, mm. and also as someone who, who who hasn't really paid attention to a lot of the league this year, um, yeah, I decided not to vote. But I will give my opinion here and uh, where it counts. Yes. All right. Well, then, sh- shall shall I go back to the beginning? Like, what what did do you have opinions on every award, Duncan? Yes. Oh my goodness! All right, back to the All State Good Hands Award then. Uh, so this is for the save? It is. Okay, yeah, I, I literally don't know. Didn't see any of them, so can't vote. <laughs> Strong. Glad we went back. <laughs> He's like, I did research, but I have no idea, so... I did, uh, but the, the thing on the, the, the link that you sent there for the save of the thing, it didn't have a link to show the saves, so... Yeah. I'm looking oh, yeah, right at they, it. Yeah, they had, they had uh, uh, clips. Uh, There's literally a large play button. Yeah. Connor James, Callum Irving. Interesting. I'm just going to vote for something right now, just because. Yeah, I, I believe I voted for. Uh, was it? Uh, I think it was Connor James. Was that the kick? The the fantastic kick save that he did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was the other two were just like yeah, those were saves. Were they spectacular? <laughs> Not really. I voted for international keeper Peter Stilton. Ah, <laughs> as you should. All right, Duncan. Uh, then uh, where, move where is save of the year? The first one. Anyway, yeah, move on. It's, it's fine. Assist of the it's, year, Duncan. You said the first one. Oh, there they are. Yeah, that didn't show up at first. I guess it was like all loading. Yeah. Anyway, 
Um, all right, assist of the year. I went with the the first one because the second one was just a scrappy fucking yeah, cold mouth scramble bullshit. Yeah, yeah, it was a, a scrappy shit show. The third one, eh, it was a cross. It's a nice cross, but crosses happen all the time. So number one was a nice pass, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Not nothing particularly impressive. Yeah, I I, I did the same. I did the same. Uh, okay. Halifax. I'm going to watch the saves now. But, uh, All right, this is this is this is getting really exciting. Um, I'm going to list off the rest of the awards, then we can backtrack back. So we've got shot of the year, fan favorite match, sure, um, fan moment of the year. Oh wow! Which also um, also brought to you by Flashlight. Like, I just <laughs> I just yeah. Um, best celebration. That was so like. Forget about cool, the school and the gang's greatest itself. hits. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, um, and then esports moment of the year that, brought, to you, brought to you by your mom's baby. That was that was precious. Three things I'd never heard of uh, involving people I don't know anything about. Uh, Dude, Skillshack. Skillshack, exactly. It, like, it, clearly it, yeah, yeah, you can get really Skillshack. good burgers from there or something. I think. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, it, yeah. So some of these things were like. I guess that's one way to put a spotlight on things, but um, no. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> no. indeed. Um, and then uh, the and 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 this one, like the the We Are One Community Award, which is a nice <sighs> idea. I, I I get that, you know, like we you have MLS has whatever. What's Justin Morrow nominated for? community humanitarian humanitarian it's a bit yeah it's a bit much but still presbyterian um, or something something like that uh not lutheran um so it's good to have this kind of recognition because you want your clubs involved in the community and, and this is a good thing to recognize but i just think they've gone about it like the emblem they nominated an emblem yeah mm. But it's a nice thought. It's a isn't really it? nice thought. It really is. And then, while I appreciate them nominating Black Lives also, Matter, the also they spelled heroes pretty funny too. Which anyway. I think is, oh God, they oh Jesus, I the heroes emblem. That. Maybe it's something you didn't know. I just like blanked that. So heroes. Yeah, they left the it out. It's really horribly misspelled. Very prominently, it's kind of scary. Um, H e r o e s is that not they left it? Heroes, heroes, heroes. Um, where I, I, I don't see no, where they it's in the We Are One Community Award Wanderers Frontline Heroes and the Healthcare oh. Heroes emblem. I was reading the uh, the bit at the bottom, I didn't scroll up to see the big, the big, the big spelling mistake, yes, right yeah. there. Um, Heroes as well for Halifax. Yeah, they could spell heroes just without e, with just one e. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> anyway, it just—I think I—they—I I feel like they missed the mark on something that could be really what? meaningful, or you know, can be really impactful in terms of highlighting, you know, community involvement by players or by teams. Mm. Um, it just, it just, I, it just struck me as odd and bad spelling. Um, yeah, there's a lot of uh, strange uh, 
choices there to attaching themselves to yeah like, I said, that, like, 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 like the black lives matter like again i, I yeah sure, but like, but that yeah, was, no it, it, like the the actual act of what they're talking about important giving out an award to everyone who took part in it on mass is awkward uh yeah. Yes. Hooray, the CPL as a whole. We did yes. this. The award for this goes to us. Hooray, us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly, We're yeah. so good. We're so good. We're so good. <laughs> the award goes to every CPL player from all eight teams. Hooray. I, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I said, I, I appreciate the, 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 the recognition, which I, again is important. And I think as a, as a league, they handled it quite well during the tournament once I got going, you know, the, the, the minute of silence, every match, like that was, that was great. But yeah, this is odd. It's just odd. Anyway. So Duncan, do you, do you have some more, do you have some more winners? Do you have some more insights? Uh, better be skill shack. The the, the save of the game was uh, sort of number two, uh, mainly, you know, a good initial save, but then a a very good sort of follow-up second uh, moment. So I mean, technically that clip was two saves, so it, it's that's a bit of a cheat, but it was bad. Two shots. What a drunk. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So I think I'm up to date now, and we're, we're moving on. We're... Anyway, so this is go. If I guess you know, go fans. Be be interactive and excited. But the, like some of these things, I kind of felt like. They, they they had an idea in their head, like even before this was, before the whole tournament was done. It's like, yeah, let's come up with ten awards. Okay, sure, ten things we can have and make it a thing. Best celebration? Why not? Let's take a flyer. We'll see. That should happen, right? Best this, best that. It's like, is that is that really the best that we got for the whole island games? Is that yeah. is that what we did? Is this is this ah. Uh, Okay, we're still going forward with this. Okay, all right, fine. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're all in on this now. We can't look. Here's back. one above average exceptional save, and these other two that eh, routine most goalies should do it because it's your fucking job yeah. type saves. And uh, yeah. we'll fill it out and see what people vote for. Like the celebrations were just weak, and 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 it's like if you're gonna have a thing called best celebration, it should be uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Interesting. Uh, yes it should be something like oh yeah i remember that that was hilarious or oh yeah that was good you know good arrogance yeah. you know just the, ego. The first, Nothing. yeah anyway, i i have thoughts on this when we get to our voting i don't know if this is what we're doing this is a very chaotic segment oh it's completely chaotic well, it's, I, it's I, not I, being I run was, at well, well I at all i realized we were all going with our votes for each section i thought we were just going to make fun of uh, it well of i am it. making fun of it because the esports yeah. moment is well, I think we clearly, we clearly do both of those. But yeah, I, I've, I apologize, uh, Duncan, for not being more. No, it's 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 okay. But, um, allowing you to. I'm just here for skill shack. <laughs> All right, Duncan. Which award would you like to discuss next? Um, well, I'm good to go back to the uh, the esports thing. Um, well, no, no. Let, let's do let's do this in fucking order, like the fucking website said. You know, we'll go in order. Game of the year next, I guess. All right. Fan favorite um, match. What's your favorite match, Duncan? Out of, out um, of I went with number one because it's the one I watched <laughs> out of the three. Your criteria is tight. No bar. <laughs> it's the only one I can legitimately comment on. 
and it was a good game. I went with the I went with the uh, Forge the Forge uh, York uh, Nine match. Uh, it was the only thing that would have made that game better is if the fifth goal was actually scored in the last ten minutes instead of in like the sixty fifth minute or whatever. It's like because then you sit through twenty five minutes of like, oh shit, this is going to end like this, isn't it? Which <laughs> is a long time to endure. Of fuck, this is going to end exactly like this. Down two, tie it up, and then lose by one. Can we just pull the plot on this thing or what? Do I gonna make me you gonna make me sit through this, okay? I'm gonna I went with I watched that one as well, though. I don't know. I went with Pacific uh, versus Atletico Ottawa because it was a dramatic end to a crucial match for Atletico Ottawa, who needed a win to stay alive at the island games. Do you remember when Mista's men pushed on late and were eventually rewarded when Vidi Martinez slashed in the winner after 90 minutes? Oh, I do I really remember that. Wow, you describe it so well. I know. Yeah. I, that's, how, that's how ingrained it is in my memory. That's amazing. Uh. All right, mm-hmm. Duncan, fan moment of the year. Yeah, I, I don't give a shit about any of this. This is not... <laughs> this is not... This is not what? It's ridiculous. You don't have CPL fever? You don't care? I guess I'm going to go vote for number one. <laughs> when hundreds gathered yeah. in Wanderers' grounds in September to cheer on the Wanderers? That one? It's crucial fucking Roman tilt, yes. <laughs> hey, that, yeah. that match, that that's, win sealed their first finals berth in club history, I'll have you know. That's mm. bad news for CPL's youngest reporter, Jack. Oh, no, what happened to Jack? <laughs> oh, on, Jack. What happened to him? Oh, yeah. He's based in Nova Scotia, what? that's what happened to him. And that's where he caught the attention of players and coaches with his intelligent post-match questioning. This sounds like a series of did moments it, rather than a moment. Did, did, wait, back to Tony. Did this result in anything? Oh, eventually it landed him a one-on-one interview with CPL Commissioner David Clark. Why did I not vote for him? Because I don't give a fuck. I voted for the Halifax thing. The Wanderers. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Best celebration. Ooh, celebrations are so They're all dumb. They're all weak. Don't. Number three was the only one that had any kind of anything to it. Number one was a stir. Some people are excited. There was literally yeah. nothing. Number two. Number two, ah, congrats, you're having a baby, but fuck, people have been doing that since 1994. <laughs> fucking Bebeto in the world. Bebeto! Probably before him. He probably wasn't original with it either, but come on. Come what on. About, what about CPL's new signing, Baby Toe? Baby Toe. Baby Toe. Brilliant. Uh, but yeah, I fully agree with what Mark was saying earlier. It's like they've came up with a uh, a, um, a category and then realized, oh, we don't have any good nominees here, do we? But yeah, esports. Yeah, so. Who fucking cares? Yeah, Skill shack. Here's an esports moment. I I finished a uh, a guardian of a cryptic crossword in uh, under ten minutes on my uh, sort of cryptic crossword app on my phone, which I'm very proud of. So wow. there's your fucking moment of the year. This whole wow. thing, fuck off. Well done, Doc. Practically an athlete. I'm, yes. I, I'm I'm willing to agree that esports is clearly a thing. I'm I'm even to, willing to say, yes, you should be able to call it a sport. But why the fuck is it included in this? I took yeah. a lot of E in the 90s. Sports are the wave of the future. Did you play badminton at all? Why, why, why does the I can't remember. give a shit about esports? Because it's nonsense. what's his name uh, has spent... A Hubert? lot of time getting uh, Campiel into the latest, what is it, football manager? Yeah, but that's not 
esports. Yeah. That's not what they're talking about. Yeah. No, I know, I know what you mean. Like it's it's kind of a relevancy thing that goes on. Like ultimately, you want to get CanPL into uh, FIFA, but uh, and, and then at some point in time, you can do what like EMLS does is that you just play as your club and with weird rules where you have to have at least four players that are actually from the club to play on it. And then you can litter the rest of your team with baby, with toe. baby toe and, and that, uh, that goalkeeper, uh, Stilton, you were talking Peter about. Stilton. Yeah. Peter Stilton. Yeah. 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 And Jerry Lineker. Yeah. Ro, 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 Wario. I thought he was from Nintendo. So, but yeah, like that's, that's, that's ultimately what you're trying to do is just, you're trying to attract the young fan into being interested in the league because you've got teams of you know localization and all that shit. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I've never watched a competitive match of anything, e anything, for longer than five. No. five Over the time you took on the TFC esports guy, that doesn't count. I was doing investigative journalism. And you were doing a fine job. <laughs> yeah, both of us had no idea what we were doing, except you know he was good at at FIFA. Um, he, yeah. I was asking him random questions while he was whooping my ass with one hand. So it was great. It's great. It's good times. But yeah, like I, I understand it, but I don't understand the necessity for prominence. It's like not yet. You, mm-hmm. you are way, you're way too early to be pr- like pushing the shit out of this as you are a year, like a two year league. Like let's like, let's make a name for ourselves legit in the actual football. And then we'll go on to like, Oh, you guys have esports too. Like, yeah, I mean, it's again, it's a completely different thing, you know. Sure, it's a sport. It's not fucking CPL, though, is it? Why not the ooh, best rugby game moment, best cricket moment, best basketball game? They're all as relevant to the CPL as this fucking esports nonsense is. Boo. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But to be fair, Super Romario Brothers sounds awesome. <laughs> not lying. Yeah, I'd 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 play that. Um, the community award, I think, again, there's some of it's so nebulous. Like I, I automatically go to, Good word. to, uh, Chris Nanko, um, as you know, someone who was involved in the community and who did work for his community. Um, someone who isn't nominated, uh, who just recently left York nine, but well, long after these awards were, no, these are new awards. Um, so maybe that's why he's not with the team right now, but Matthew Arnone, who was with York nine, who has set up a a foundation, um, about, you know, dealing with depression, but, you know, looking for mindful ways, like working within, you know, like mental health issues within sport, within soccer, because something he's dealt with, but again, not nominated, but I would, you know, as, as going for something tangible here that I think is something that is working within the community, as an individual, I I would give my vote to Chris Nanko. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I mean, every I I feel like also too because it's an individual, it's like a solo effort. Like no disrespect to the you know the good work that's been done, but like no, not at all. Like, there's, but like, there's you're, you're it's just a, a club. The whole club consciously made an effort to do this one thing, and a club consciously made an effort to do this one thing. And another club did another thing, and then the whole league did a thing. But this one dude, one guy, did a thing, and like I'm sure he had you know help and resources. But 
let's like to me i feel like that is that's the kind like it doesn't it's not even because it's nanko it's not because of what he did necessarily it's because that's the guy you want to have in your community you want to have that player that you can go oh that's the guy who, who did that 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 charity push that charity appeal and he raised this and he helped do this and he lent his name to that and and there's only one player. That's not to say that other players haven't with this whole fucking year. It might have been there might have been plans afoot that due to the nature of what they were trying to accomplish or like they'd planned to accomplish, couldn't. You know, you can't run a camp when you can't leave your house. Like, like, the thing, like I realize that probably like next year, if things are resembling a sense of normalcy, you'll see five players' heads up there instead of one. But uh I I, I would rather I want to celebrate the player, not an entire club for doing a thing. And then of course the whole league for a thing is just I get it. Yes. I get it, but that's not what that award should be about. Agreed. Two thoughts on this. It's a nonsense award, but anyway, two thoughts. One, uh, on the website there, uh, the one for the league there, oh, yo, every CPL player, blah 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 blah. So the Black Lives Matter thing, they did it to show solidarity for biopic. And the Black Lives Matter movement. Oh, it does say biopic. Oh, yes. Wow. <laughs> Please tell me that's, biopic of the Black Lives Heroes, Matter movement. I think, although Heroes is pretty bad. Uh, that's brilliant. I've only just noticed that and love it. Unless, of course, the O stands for something we just don't know. And, but then that also changes <laughs> the whole, I, I think, that changes the, yeah. other, like the last three, I don't, yeah, this that's. I'm not even. I'm I feel like I don't know what to say. You, you let you let autocorrect go a little too hard on that one. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, the actual answer, though, uh, call me Paul Mariner because I am going with uh, FC Edmonton and shorts for shortages. Um, mainly because this whole thing, it's not actually about shorts. If you got to click on the read more, you know, ooh, it raises money by you know, selling off a specific pack of things. There's, yeah, there's a pair of shorts in there, but there's also a team signed poster, VIP experience, and designation as a COVID community commando with exclusive ooh. recognition at a future FC Edmonton home game. I, so, oh, well, well surely Edmonton matches, it's fucking cold. Surely a yeah. COVID commando can't wear shorts. Exactly. Exactly, Tony. Um, so, yeah, this this whole, you know, hey, they, they raised uh, $5,150 for a hospital. Good for them, but that's a nonsense promotion. But I like nonsense, so they win. Fair. But well done to uh, Black Lives Matter and their solidarity for biopics. Fair. All right. Well, that was two of the year. I didn't really long. Um, before we move on from CanCon, uh, and talking about campaign games and things like that, we mentioned Hamilton season not being mm. complete yet. Uh, well, one match that is outstanding, of course, is still is the Voyagers Cup, mm. and now there is chatter that it might not get played because. If Hamilton wins their next match, they they're through. They're in, and they don't need to they don't need to do anything else. And so? if they don't play, oh, I know. I'm not saying that they shouldn't, but and then if they don't play, 
If they win, apparently, apparently there's talk that they're going to just cancel the Voyager's Cup for this year because Hamilton qualified. And by Hamilton not playing in the Voyager's Cup, if they cancel it, TFC automatically qualify. So what does it matter? And Trophies. Fuck that shit. Do you think that the only reason the Voyager's Cup exists is to decide a CONCACAF no. place? Exactly. Fuck right off. Exactly. Yeah. Fuck right look, off. Look, right now, I don't yeah. know if you guys are aware of this, and I brought it up earlier earlier this year, that Forge are chasing a very unique treble. They won the KNPL Championship. They won the Scarf Cup, courtesy of uh, from the Black Hole. And now they're going after the V Cup. Nobody can say that they've got the trouble of that. So I need this trophy so bad so that we can then make a scarf celebrating the trouble of the Island Games trophy, the V Cup, and the Scarf Cup. Because that's just too meta for me, and I love it. It's dumb. When when does the CONCACAF League end? Oh, it's going to wrap up. Is it going to wrap up like early January or like late December? I can't remember. It's late December. It's before. It's the week. It's like, a, right, it's so, like two or three so days going before for the Christmas. quad. So, yeah, this match. Since they didn't find a way to make this happen during the international break between the two clubs, the earliest this can play be played is in the new year because Hamilton's involved in CONCACAF League. Uh, Toronto might be involved further into MLS Cup, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so it wouldn't be until sometime in the new year. So then again, it becomes where do they play? When do they play? Do they play as a lead up to the kickoff of both seasons? Um, it's, a very, it's a very packed year, uh, 2021 for football with things that have been put off from this year into next year, um, qualifiers, other tournaments, all sorts of things happening in, along with regular seasons. Um, so that becomes part of the question and always has been part of the question the longer it goes without them playing. Now, I think the thought of them not playing it is terrible. Um, I, You know, you've got and you know a, a fan base that, again, probably won't be able to go to this match because... Uh, they live in a province that's about to be shut down for a good chunk of it. But maybe by the time the province isn't under extreme lockdown, there'll be an opportunity, if not fans in the stands, or just some sort of opportunity to, you know, watch their team play. But, you know, this is, this is, it's the Voyager's Cup. It's, it's one of those things that, yes, it may be a niche thing for many fans, but it has has a dedicated following and it, it has importance and it's important for the players. It's important for the fans. Um, it's important for the supporters group that started it, the Voyageurs. Um, I got to present it once. God damn it. Therefore it's very important to me. Um, I'm trying to lobby to be the one that presents it, but that's, I'm actually not really trying that hard. I was going to say, I don't, I don't recall getting any, any, any emails or anything from you about this, but I've said it, I've said it in the podcast. That's like practically my vote, like my, my formal, (laughs) my formal submission. That's your formal submission. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll bring it uh, back to the, to to the rest of the game. Yeah. When you you get, when you, when you go back to Voyager central in that underground layer somewhere, somewhere beneath the Canadian shield. um, Yeah. Okay. Just drop my name, drop my name. It's fine. All right. I'll mention it. 
Thank you. Uh, anyway, I think it's, personally, I think it'll be a mistake if they don't find a way to make it happen, but, uh, yeah, play the fucking game. Fuck you, CSA, TFC, whoever the fuck is saying, no, we don't want to do this. Well, I'll give you one guess who, who would be the, the one saying no. Hey y'all, this is Jerry. Ah. This January. This January? What is happening on my phone? Sorry, something this just January, randomly started to play. Cap will play. <laughs> that was really weird. Ooh, okay, that? putting putting your phone down. Um, anyway, so yeah, I think it's I think it's a mistake, but it, it's been so quiet on this front in terms of what's happening. Um, who knows? We'll probably they'll probably like drop a very quiet press release sometime in January. And uh, hope that nobody notices late on a Friday night, as per usual. Maybe they can. I, e I, will, I will get my Didier Drogba, it's a fucking disgrace meme ready to go to reply. Perfect. So next time that you think you want something here, make something different, take that garbage to say All right, it is MLS time. I know everyone's super excited to talk about MLS. Guess what? We're going to talk about more awards because, like I said, this is award season because there's nothing else going on because there's an international break. Um, There's what? Juma, Luke Ma. Uh, more, more, more. Uh, yeah, there's uh, MLS awards are a little more compact. Um, some of them are foolishly named, but uh, some of them have already been given out. So we have Defender of the Year went to Walker Zimmerman. Uh, yeah. Why not? Resounding vote amongst players, clubs, and media. Um, for, for Nashville. So it's it's nice for Nashville to get something. That was, you know, good for them. Good for them. Um, and then you've got uh, Andre Blake, Keeper of the Year, for his second second time in a row. Makes I, sense. I think that makes a lot of sense. Well-deserved. Uh, Jim Curtin, one coach of the year. Sure. Yeah. And I, 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 I'm not mad at that. I, I don't think, I don't think that's a, that's, the wrong choice. I, you know, Oscar Pereja and Greg Vanny were the other two finalists. Greg Vanny was far behind both uh, Curtin and Pereja for that. And again, I, yeah, I know what TFC has had a difficult year and, um, uh, you know, has played far away from home and injuries and, and all of those things. And they've somehow managed to come second in the league, but Vanny's had this club, this this core for a while. Um, I think looking at Jim Curtin's, you know, work with this club over the last few years as an over, you know, overreaching arc, and then what Pereja did in turning around Orlando, like actually making them look competent, considering what a nightmare they've been. Um, anyway, I'm not mad at Curtin winning. I think it's the right choice. I'm not upset that Greg Vanny came third in the voting. I, I don't think it's a travesty or anything. 
Um, I think it's right that he was a finalist. Mm -hmm. I think that made sense. But I think it's an outrage that Tio Henry didn't win it. I mean, obviously, you know, when he signed there, it was obviously like, oh my god, this guy's amazing. This is like the the biggest thing ever. Like, like Tio Henry is as a coach, and he, he what? You're not going to give him the award? <laughs> um. So, um. Oh, referee of the year went. Well, that's to... what I'm waiting for. <laughs> Ismael Alpha for his Oh, first Joe win. Dickerson was robbed. Oh, I know, oh, but it also, you know, it, it it broke up this whole um, uh, the the Allens. The Allens had a good run, five years running. If you tell me Corey Rockwell didn't win Assistant Referee of the Year, I'm going to be well so angry. Hold on to your hat because he didn't. Because for the first <gasps> time ever, a woman won it. A lady linesman. A lady. That's right. Yes, Catherine Nesbitt. Uh, overwhelming uh, vote uh, voting selection by everybody, uh, which was nice to see. Yeah, neither of the Corys won, so both of the Corys, the two Corys. Hours can, I spent watching assistant can, referees this can year. Can go back to License to Driveville <laughs> and uh, watch Catherine Nesbitt uh, accept her award for being uh, awesome. So that was great. That makes me very happy uh, that she has won. What was and your then, favorite performance really, of her really, this year? Your, yeah. But what, what did she do that really stood out as her assistant refereeing? What makes you really happy? How, how did she really stand out, Kristen? I think she called fouls near the line very decisively. Mm-hmm. Um, her work during the MLS back, uh, the COVID Cup, was awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have a specific yeah. example? Mm-hmm. Uh, and any game in which she was in. How's that? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So other, other... Corey Rockwell got got a little lazy with the with the flag waving there uh, near the end of the season. You just you could see it in his face. You could see his body language. He just didn't care. He wanted to go home. Yeah. So you know, I mean, black Richards black Richards black is a hack. Black. We know that he's not even in the in the. No, but, but, oh yeah, I mean his flag waving. It's all fucking fancy. Oh, the guy looks like he's on a. Look at me! Look at me! Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's that's Come not on. what your job is. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Moving on. So Mm -hmm. there's lots of other, again, MLS is not short on how many awards can we come up with every single year? It's a lot. Um, But the last, the last two that still have uh, TFC players involved. (gasps) Um, So we've got, as, as mentioned previously, the MLS works humanitarian of the year. So Jeremy Ebobise, Mark Anthony Kay, and Justin Morrow. Justin Morrow, of course, is going to win this. Um, if he doesn't, I will. I will be. I will be honestly shocked. Like I can't. There's. I just. There's just no way he doesn't win it. Um, and then uh, Pozuelo for MVP, and he's up against Andre Blake, Nicholas Ladero, Jordan Morris, Snore. Ugh. Uh, and, and Diego Rossi, who is even allowed back in the country. Um, mm. So, do you have to be know. in the country to win an award? I guess Suarez bit him and he caught it. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think I, I think Pozuelo has a has a has a decent shot at winning this. Actually, really, I, I given given who he's up against, you know, could go to Blake. Um, what do you think? Well, who are you leaning towards then? I don't know. I just don't think he. I don't think he has the profile around the league that we may think he does, just because we're bombarded with Pozuelo 
memes in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And well, yeah, that's I mean, really that good that put him on this. He scored a lot of penalties, and you know, as far as you know, he's generally a good player. Sure, I mean, he's not fucking Javinko. Holy shit, you can't avoid this guy because mm-hmm. you know, eh. I, I don't I mean, see him making that big yeah. of a, an impact. It's mostly a popularity, you know, award. You pick, pick five likely guys, and the one that's like, "Oh, I've heard of that guy," is usually the one who wins. And I don't know if, if you know, people in some of the lesser markets are really up on their Pozuelo. I think he's probably got a better uh, a better name as far as like, "Oh shit, he's got the ball." Like, yeah, like I, I think the two of you are just being contrarian. Maybe Laudiero. I don't know, but I, I, if 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 he's going to lose this to anybody, it's going to be to Blake. That's what I think too. Like maybe Diego Rossi, but eh, like yes, he was good for LAFC. Was he as good or as important as Pozuelo was? Like when Pozuelo's not not playing or not playing well, TFC kind of really suck. Um, yeah, I think for a Toronto player to win this, or a player in not one of the like you know, either the second the... best team in the league, sure. <sighs> Yeah, because that always matters to these kind of awards. It does. No, it it, it, it often should. I, I think for a, I think for a player to win from not one of the big markets or the top team, and then it, they have to be outstanding, like Jovinko's year was. I don't. I, I don't know. I, I'm Pozuelo had a great season. He's a great player, but I just don't see him having that league cachet that goes with getting this award. Like it, it's not. It's not based on science. It's you know. It's a mixture of very subjective thinking. Well, then who are you giving it to out of those five? Oh, I could care less. Probably. But I, I would I would guess Blake or Rossi. Way to commit. Duncan? Um, yeah, I would agree with uh, Tony that, yeah, Pozuelo, eh, no. Um, you know, let's say Seattle kind of take themselves out of it by vote splitting. And, um, yeah, fuck it, let's go Andre Blake. All right. Okay, well, moving on from that. Um, so the league has been off for the last couple of weeks with uh, international break and, uh, you know, letting their players go off and get infected and things like that. It's fun. Um, so because almost the entire league gets to go into the playoffs this year, especially if you're an Easter Conference team, um, we've got not just playoff rounds to begin, but we have play-in matches which uh, are tomorrow night, day after recording. So we've got the T-Terrors versus the Cheesemakers and Nashville versus Miami Vice. Um, TFC can face three of the four in the next round, uh, depending on what happens. And then on Saturday, uh, we've got the Eastern Conference Clubs, uh, Orlando versus Pizza Rats, uh, Crew versus the Energy Drinks, um, and then Sunday has uh, uh, the Western Conference. So we've got the Sporks versus the Quakes, Loons versus Toronto West, and Timbers versus FCD. Uh, this this whole schedule is fucked up. Of course it is. Because, yeah, they sort of all land over this is Pizza Rats and Crew versus Energy Drinks. I mean, that's the same round as TFC versus whoever, but they are going to play it like a week beforehand well because and because then gonna have a whole bunch extra, of extra rest there's extra clubs because the next the 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 t 
TFC the has a buy, right? Like they're one of the clubs. Yeah, absolutely. But they have a buy to the same level that, that you know, Orlando and, and New York and Columbus and New York, they're the same level as Toronto. I guess they're giving... They, they just get an extra week in between rest. games? They're giving rest to the player, to the teams that are in the play-in match, matches so that they don't have to do the play-in match and then turn around and go straight into the next playoff match. But they are going to have to do that. Orlando and, Orlando, New York, Columbus, and New York have nothing to do with the fucking playing games. Right, and they're not playing or anything on Tuesday. Why aren't they playing their games at the same time as TFC versus whoever? I don't know. That, that's the bit of it that makes no sense to me. Why is part of round two happening at the same time as round one rather than all of round two happening at the same time? MLS? Yeah, I, sure. that's, 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 that's the only answer I can come up with. Zip, zap. Oh, my God, buddy! <laughs> hey. ah, take a shot, everyone. No, I... I mm. Look, they let 10 teams in from the East and 8 from the West because there's more teams in the East. How about don't put so many fucking teams in the East if that's the issue? Like, this is, this is stupid. This is yeah, so dumb. It's, yeah, agreed. Uh, I, whatever. Not my horse, not my rodeo. I just watch it. <laughs> I just watch it. Oh, anyway, stupid. Deep breath, everyone. Deep stupid. breath. So okay. Yeah. So anyway, there, there was. I don't know if there was more to this before I had to moan about the schedule. But, yeah. Keep going, Kristen. I don't know if I can. I'm 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 very confused by the whole thing now. My, Duncan's anger is is thrown me off completely. Um. So we've got. The two play-in matches tomorrow night, Friday night, um, and then, yes, the the other matches begin, and then the 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 next round is on Tuesday, TFC versus whomever, Philadelphia versus whomever, and Seattle versus LAFC, and then it goes on from there. Yeah, it's uh it's a it's a weird it is a weird schedule. It is weirdly set up, but they're also trying to do it um you know, in a weird year. I, I give them a little bit of freedom. The, the 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 thing I don't like and and haven't liked is is yes, is the number of teams that made it in and the whole super unbalanced insanity. I I agree with that 100%. Like that part is it is. It is ridiculous. It absolutely is. Um, and I don't. I don't get it, and it doesn't make any sense. Um, so yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I agree with you there, Duncan. I do. Um, so yeah, but we've got matches happening. Um, so all right, let's just. Okay, Revs versus Montreal. Who's winning? Revs. <laughs> Montreal. You'll never provolone. Montreal. Montreal did. All right. Uh, Nashville versus Miami. Nashville. The num- who's the number 10 seed? All Miami's right. lower seed? I think so. All right, then let's hope they win because TFC playing against either Montreal or New England is much better than TFC versus Nashville. Who gives a shit about TFC versus I Nashville? Don't. 
Robot yeah. fans. Mm. True. <laughs> um, Miami. Yes, there we go. Uh, Orlando versus Pizza Rats. Orlando. Yes. Yes, totally. Pizza. Oh. Um, crew versus Energy Drinks. Crew. Sure. I prefer the crew, but it's going to be the Energy Drinks. I think it's going to be Energy Drinks, too. Um, Sporks versus Quakes. Please be Quakes. Sporks. <laughs> uh, I refuse to be able to take San Jose seriously, so Sporks. Um. Oh God. Sports on one side, the the never ending Chris Wondolowski tour on the other side. Uh, I love the Wondo tour. That's I've got all time, all the time for him. That's fine. I don't know. I don't care. Quakes, fine, whatever. Um, Loons versus Colorado. Loons. Loons. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, 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 Robin Fraser. Sorry, Quinto Ryan, but I'm all in on the loons. Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> that's the first time that's ever been uttered. <laughs> Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Timbers versus FCD, which should, of course, be. Fuck Dallas. Exactly. Uh, Everyone should say Timbers. Yeah, Poland, sure. Dallas can go <laughs> fuck themselves really hard. Dallas can fuck themselves hard. <laughs> it's catchy, it. I know. Yes. Super, all right. super catchy. So all of this, of course, is uh, is leading to uh, MLS Cup on December 12th. But Duh. if there's an MLS yeah. Cup but no one can play, does it still count? So something that I just try is... to want to cancel that one too. <laughs> uh, I saw it. Um, I see them. I see them. So something that came out um, yesterday was uh, a little, a little, a little, a little conversation about you know the the the, the fact that the COVID nineteen virus is shockingly not gone away i know everyone's just completely surprised by this um and that you know players are still getting infected and and there's issues and all this sort of thing so if there is a team that suffers from an outbreak of the virus during the mls cup playoffs um apparently they are going to likely be forced to forfeit their match and thus exit the postseason. According yeah, to sources, <sighs> really, there's yet. nothing. There's not not much else you can do. Exactly. You can't wait. You can't wait no two weeks for a team to, to come out of quarantine. No. Exactly. There's no time to be rescheduled. Although you know MLS, they will try and heaven and earth and find some way to reschedule sure. a match or whatever. But. It, it does, and then, was it, if both teams are dealing with an outbreak, the team with the highest points per game average <laughs> oh, would be the one to advance. Yes. <laughs> exactly. But advance to what is my question? Like, if they can't play in their quarantine, mm. does it mean, like, if in the first round, they will they push their matches back? Like, it gets, it gets kind of crazy. So that, I, just, I think it would be hilarious that there would be two teams, you know, like, everyone just keeps having to, like, 
lose games because there's outbreaks and and default, it's, it's just default. default. I mean, the two a, a what counts as an outbreak? I mean, I know it's like Diego Diego Rossi has apparently tested positive. What have you? So are they LAFC? Are they done? Or how many people have to catch it before it's considered an outbreak? And yet you got to forfeit the team. Well, LAFC breathing he's hard. Got, he's 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 been tested positive while away on international play. He's coming sure. back in a charter, not playing in their first match um, this upcoming week, um, being quarantined away from the squad. So apparently they're fine. It's all him. Has nothing to do with them, or at least that's the way they're. They're spinning it, but I'm just, I'm like, is there, is there, an, is there a place where teams don't play, but advance through based on their higher points average to the final? And we just go, okay, which team had the better points average through the year? Okay. They win. Yay. And, hey, does, does Toronto will beat Seattle. If, if, if they exactly. Get there. Like, so yeah. perfect. Two out of so two this- best of five. Yeah. Ooh. So the smart club just needs to hire an infectee and send them exactly, uh, into exactly. other teams' camps. This is where I was... Is that what it is? Is that where you're going is, with all uh, of this? There is, yeah. is an opportunity for shenanigans here. Yeah. I mean, I would not in any way suggest that any of the teams would try this sort of thing. But if you're a fan, if you're a real fan, <laughs> if you're a real fan, you go to your opposition, you yeah. go to their training ground, whatever, you go lick all the doorknobs, you yeah. get those guys sick, and you get your team into the next fucking I hear, or I'm you, hearing Duncan or say, are you not an ultra? I'm hearing Duncan say Orlando's going to win the championship then. That's, 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 yeah, that's, 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 and they're just going to run into everybody else's teams. Oh, Jesus. Try yes. being a real fan. <laughs> Oh, yeah. now, you go deliberately get yourself in then go and call some Not shit. with this reduced lung capacity. <laughs> just, just cough in a box and dress up like a FedEx like courier and I got this present for Seattle Sounders. <laughs> they open it up and like a Scooby Doo episode, all the germs come out of the box. Just come yeah. outing Boom. out and chase yeah. them down yeah. the hallway. Yep. yep. Into the That's exactly how COVID works. I saw it yes. on, on it is, it is. It's just science. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, you know, I mean, this is your chance to be the, the, the one sort of legendary fan, you know. Yeah. One always says it's like you know, this is the whole supporters' shield thing. Oh, fans aren't there, the supporters aren't there, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's all about the supporters. If they, the supporters are what really, really matters, here's your chance to prove it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Science. Yes. Ultras. Well, I. I'm 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 assuming that the league will clarify this shortly, but maybe not. Who knows? It's MLS. Um, no pandemic, no party. True. Yes. <laughs> Rebrands. Uh, Houston Dynamo and the Houston Dash, uh, both the MLS and the NWSL um, counterparts, have rebranded themselves to make Houston more prominent in their names, but also to give them shiny new badges. Mm. Fine. I, I I get a lot of San Diego Padres from very much the yes, only one. That yes. is, that is no. very the, the letters are very baseball-y. Yes. Yeah. They are. Yes. The best part about that Houston's thing is uh, the, the little sort of blurb that came with it on the website mm-hmm. there. You know, because uh, you know they're obviously now Houston Dynamo. FC. Although the preferred way of 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 referring to them. 
Mm. Well, no, not specifically that, but oh. uh, just the importance of it. You know, adding the term football club to the Dynamo name was an important decision because it illustrates how much we've grown. <laughs> when when we first started, there was only a team, but we've grown into a true club. But just saying we're a club is not enough. What matters is truly becoming a club, said club owner Gabriel Breno in a statement. Today's an important step, but only the first step of becoming the type of club that would represent a great community like Houston. Now we've been in the work of building Houston's club. And club seems very important. It's very important. I, I feel like the copywriter just discovered that word. Yes. I'm, I'm going to use this a lot. Is that okay? Yeah. Go ahead. Mm. And uh, the, the next best part of that, Houston Dash? Yep, they're not a club. No, they're just still Houston Dash. No. They Houston Dash, yeah. exactly. They, they, just, they just got a fancy new badge, that's all. Being a, being a um, club is really, really, really important. <laughs> not, not for you guys. Guys. guys, no. Come on. Come on. Okay, girls. Yeah. Um, anyway, so there's that. You know, it gives, it gives clubs that are in the playoffs something to do. So apparently Chicago is rightfully backing away from the horror that was their crust. Has, has anybody reached out to us for bastard proofing this time? Because exactly. we save them a lot of money and a lot more embarrassment if they just give us 20 minutes. We could have told them that this was all wrong uh, yeah, yeah, a long yeah. time ago. We it did. We did. You can, you know, five seconds. Yeah. You, know, you can get a one year a one year batch is pretty special. It is. You can have all the infographics in the world telling you how amazing this is, but we don't need time to put that in a fucking infographic. We can just point to shit and go, dumb, stupid, dumb and stupid. What the fuck is this? Who gives a shit what this is supposed to mean? I mean, goddammit, Chicago has got so much going for it, and you went with a crown, uh, uh, mountains. What the fuck was that supposed to be? What was the, what was the weird-looking three-pronged M have to do with goddamn Chicago? Like, nothing. <laughs> Anyway, they're stupid. They deserve all of the crown and reflected yes. something. And oh, it's so very bad. It's flaming um, soccer ball. That's also a deep dish pizza. Yes. Done. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, we have a new kit. Austin FC. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not hijacking this too much because uh, let's. No, no, no. Better I, exactly, but you know what? I don't hate it. My, I want to hate my, it. Yeah, that's the thing. My biggest problem with this kit is that it's awesome, except it belongs to pre-court. Exactly. So, like it's 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 a wonderful first year kit, but fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I'll 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 get it. I'll get it on the shit discount rack if 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 I'm. Not. But also, question: Does this mean that other clubs are getting stripes this year? Oh my god. This league doesn't have everybody. Everybody's getting them. This this league is 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 grotesquely absent from like unique fucking patterns on the shirt. Like just a thing. Like you know, uh, Dallas were the hoops. They were calling themselves the hoops. It was quite annoying. And then they just took them away. Like was was that confusing? Were people like, are they supposed to be the home team or the away team? If somebody's asking that question, just stop watching. Just stop watching. Go watch golf. It's simple. Uh, having <laughs> like the, the the bib from um, Philly gone. That's gone too. Now they're just a navy goddamn shirt with 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 the 
shoulder stripes that every asshole team has. You know, the the Chicago, we already talked about them, but they had they were the white they were the red team with the white band across the top. Now they're just another navy shirt. Like the personality the potential for personality in this league uh, is, is shrinking and the personality that exists is like, it's just one bland shirt out there. Yes, there are exceptions, but let's be honest. They're, they're pretty shit. So, but wasn't it amazing when, when every team had, had a white kit? I mean, wasn't that a, a real you know, amazing thing for the league? I don't, I, 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 I want to meet somebody who is excited by that. I just want to be. I want to meet the person who's. I want to meet the person who's excited by that, and then I want to spend the next two hours going through all of those people who are excited about it and find out who bought that goddamn shirt. Because you weren't like you probably bought the shirt because you like the team, they're your city, whatever. Blah. That's fine. But nobody's going like I. I'd really like a. I'd really like a get a TFC shirt, but it needs to be white. I'd really like a Montreal <laughs> shirt, but it needs to be you know. White. Mm-hmm. White. Always mm-hmm. fucking looking for a specifically white shirt. Like, like this, the 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 whatever sales pitch that they that that marketing speak wants to come up with is trash. Full stop. It's trash. So do better. Dare to dream. I mean, Cincinnati's brought a little bit of hope because they had the they had the awesome stripy kit the first season, and they got the navy royal blue half and half thing. I'm sure that's going to go with something. Super boring. Uh, next go around, fine. You know, didn't like it that much. But if 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 uh, if if Sorry? if Austin can go this route and be the, you know, a green and black stripy team, I'm I'm all for it. Um, I I somebody posted uh, somebody posted a Sasulo. They're I think they're still in the Syria. They're kind of a yo-yo team. They're they're one of those teams like oh they're still up. They're a really small club that just happens to hang around. Um, their their colors are green and uh, and black stripes, but they're really they're really, the last couple kids have been really narrow stripes. So um, somebody posted that it's like eventually they're going to move to this. I go yeah the calling them the seventeen stripes is going to be a really catchy nickname one day. There's so many goddamn stripes on it because um, you know can't be called the five stripes. That's a super cool name that. You know, you don't want clubs fighting over. No, yeah, no other team could ever have five stripes oh, on the gosh. jersey. Now. So, um, but yeah, overall, I, I mean, it's for for a first kit, it's fantastic. It's like it's nothing to it as far as you know. They didn't do anything fancy. If it's a template, Adidas's templates right now are, are great. So I wouldn't, even, I can't even be mad at that. Um, it looks good, and and also too, uh, I was very surprised. To hear that uh, their sponsor Yeti was not a multi-level marketing scheme of some point, of some kind. So, Ray, <laughs> good job, League. You're growing up as people. What is Yeti? Uh, uh, they make uh, uh, like tumblers and, and coolers and personal uh, drink holder things. That's that's shockingly boring. It is, but okay. it's also not a scam that I'm aware. Of. Yeah, yeah. I'm aware. yeah, it's kind of refreshing in that sense. Yeah. Talk, talking of you know, uh, simple and what have you, I think uh, with uh, you know, it's straightforward. I the one thing I don't like about the jerseys that the back of it is just all black. Have stripes the whole way around. Fucking commit. Yeah. Uh, I think that's that's more. Of, it seems to be like what FIFA is kind of imposing, rather than. I know, I know, I know. FIFA the number. I know, I know. But yeah, it's it's so that the numbers are super clear on the back because a lot of teams that have stripes, 
they don't go along the back anymore. And I, I know, yeah. which is disappointing because yeah. I love a full. Wait, wait, wait. Sec- this leads into my second thought with this mm. is again, fuck FIFA. Mm. You're Austin. Come on. You're all fucking original and cool and what have you. Because you know, <laughs> if you listen to the whole fucking video, it's fun that nobody in Austin has a boring job. Boring Justin, boring jobs do not exist in Austin. You know, no, no. In Fort Worth, Austin. everyone knows that. When you drive, yes. when you drive in, it says Austin. No admin. Yes. No, <laughs> no accountants. Yeah. No call centers. No. Nothing. Oh, you're looking for Waco? It's uh, that way. Take a left. Yeah. Go do your paperwork there. After. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Skinning this trout. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm gonna dry it on this sh- on this weird stripy shirt thingy that they just handed for me. Yeah. Yes. I mean, how disrespectful is that? As somebody who likes to collect kits and tries to keep them in his best shape. Seriously, why are you yeah, throwing all that crap on the kids? Yes. you trying to make me angry, huh, Mister Precourt? You prick! Yeah, you did a great job. Was very angry. Here's our new kit. We're gonna get it messy in a whole bunch of creative, cool, artisanal ways. Artisanal is the key word. That is so Oh, it's covered in bespoke donut. <laughs> you know, I was going to name the show one of the fake names that the soccer players, but that is way better. Oh dear. Uh... good way to end that segment let's move on to the end of our show um for some tfc talk um Ooh, that's when we talk about tfc yeah, it is that's what i hear well that, I, i'm glad that is finally sunk in after mm. all these many weeks so tfc somehow managed to have a decent regular season you know they they, they played all right they did enough they ground out a lot of wins they played away from home they had multiple multiple player injuries and somehow once again stumble into having a pretty successful regular season i don't understand it i never do but um i just talk about soccer i don't necessarily understand it um so second place they don't play uh their match uh their first playoff match until tuesday at 6 p.m weird sure um i mean why not but 6 p.m. Uh, so before we talk about that match, I do have a few end of season or overall season questions. Um, and I'm going to just jump right in with the first one. Who is, who was TFC's most important player uh, in your opinion? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'm kind of leaning towards the obvious low hanging fruit with Pozuelo, but I would like to give a very serious Shout to uh, to Quentin Westberg. Um, uh, in in games where they were where they were bad, he was a fucking all star, even with terrible defense and no offense working for him. And then there were times where he just kept them kept them in it. Um, and what, you know, no matter how how bad they were in front of him, he didn't. He was he was he was pretty steady. And 
yeah, that's if 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 it wasn't for if it wasn't for Bozuelo's output, I, it would probably just be uh, Westberg hands down. Yeah, it's okay. for shout. Yeah, uh, I can't yeah. really argue with it. There's, it's not been a year where there's been like a a whole host of standouts, really. Yeah, I'm going to go with Pozuelo mainly because you know TSC have got a a bunch of good players, but I think you know, Pozuelo's the only one that really stayed fit for the whole year. So mm. him, I think that is actually that's 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 a good shout and sort of negates the the one I also want to give. A special mention to again. I think it's Pozuelo, and I don't think there's a lot of argument about that. And I love the shout for Q, but um, up until he got injured, and his absence, I think, showed a lot of how important he's been to the club this year. Uh, is Piatti? He has been. He stayed fit for a lot longer than anyone expected, sure. considering he came in with all those rumors of, oh my God, he's always injured, and he had played straight through. Um, link up play with Pozuelo. Link up play with Larea. Linka played with everybody, um, and when he was been these these past the past few matches when he was injured and not playing, you saw such a much more boring, stultified, unable to be creative. TFC uh, Pozuelo looked uh, less impactful because he wasn't able to to play off of him. Um, and I think he's been, uh, it's you know, I think he's quietly been a really impactful player for TFC. Um, and yeah, he's my second behind pause. Fair. So most surprising player. I'm going to go with Ayo Akinola for me. Um, you know, he came out there, he had the you know, good game to start off, scored some goals early on. It's like, oh, all right, that's his fun. Good for him. And uh, I was thinking, all right, but eventually you know, the MLS teams will actually start paying attention to him now, and the more experienced defenders will keep him quiet, no problem. And they didn't. He was just, you know, he kept on going and, you know, bullying the shit out of, you know, what's his name? Farrell, for example, who's, you're, you're a good MLS level defender, and you made him look silly. So, ah, um, you know, obviously injuries, a little bit of time off kind of dropped him down, but uh, he did better than expected you know, consistently over the entire season. I say, oh, all right then. You're a, a very good, solid Josie Altidore replacement. Excellent. I'm going to Akinola. I, not that I had low expectations for him. I had, I had medium expectations. I figured he would show up and hopefully score a few goals. Kind of, kind of, he, he had the same expectations that that I put upon him as I did say after um, Endo after, you know, one of, one of his, you know, better surprising seasons, except the following season, it just didn't really materialize at all. Um, this one's like, yeah, I figured he would score a couple goals and he exceeded beyond expectation. And I think everybody uh, who, who kind of you know pays attention to the side is like, if he wasn't, if he wasn't your like one of your f- most favorite players after about two or three games, he was definitely one of them by the end of the season. You could you could set your watch to him, just causing havoc, and and terrorizing mm-hmm. poor poor bastard defenders. And uh, yeah, amazing. He's just what a find. What let's let's hope it continues. I'll go with the. Richie Larea for his consistency despite having the mm-hmm. 
play different positions uh, and for staying consistently dangerous for most of the year. I mean, you yeah. know, it wasn't long ago really that he, he was just considered a bit of a throw-in pickup really, you know. He was stalled, he was stalled in Orlando and you know, he's when he had flashes last year, I I don't know if anyone really expected him to remain not only consistent but improved. So I I was I for one was surprised. Mhm. I think like I, I would I would I would uh, I was gonna just say Piotti again, but um no I think Akinola for me is a is a good shout. Um considering when he came into the COVID Cup tournament, he hadn't played in a year. And and we'd wondered, right? We we're like, where why isn't he playing? We need people to score goals, but no, okay. Um and he he stormed through that tournament and then yeah, you you know, he disappeared a little bit, but has come back in this Duncan's head has been pretty consistent and has been pretty consistently dangerous. If he's not scoring goals, he's at least getting involved and has been, you know, terrorizing defenders. Um, he's, and he's young, right? Like he's got so much of his career ahead of him. He can only hope one would hope Im- improve on this. And I, yeah, I don't think I expected such a consistent impact uh, from him. So I think that's, I'm going to go with Akinola. I like that answer. Mm-hmm. All right, Duncan. This category is for you. Worst yeah. player. Um, Unless you're about I'm, to say Justin Morrow, and then you're off the show. Uh, uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to throw out two options uh, here. Um, one to Michael Bradley. Mm-hmm. Um, <gasps> I know that. And you know, th- th- this is like the main reason I wanted to have uh, you know, let's throw this category in there so we can talk shit about Michael Bradley. But um, after he came back from injury, he's just like, I- "Oh, you don't look very good at all yeah. right now." I don't know if he just he wasn't fully fit or there was some kind of match sharpness kind of thing. But it's like, "Oh, yeah, I, mm, you, you, I, I've never liked him, but you know, I can appreciate. Yeah, all right, you, you generally do good things, but." you are not doing good things at all right now in this last month of the season that you were back. So, uh, yeah, him. Um, also, Marcelo Gallardo. Completely oh, unsurprising. Okay, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, he was shit, but, you know, all right, they're bringing him back. And yeah, I remember talking with the uh, sort of gentleman, Jimmy Grossi, the back at the start of the season, that, uh, oh, yeah, you know, they've, they, you know, they actually kind of like him. They think good things are going to happen there. And, yeah, he just did fuck all again. And, you know, Got a when everyone was injured, got a bit of a chance. Did fuck all. He's yeah, this guy's shit. I am gonna not not pile on, but I'm gonna not disagree with uh, Duncan's Michael Bradley comment. Um, not that he's the worst, but and the, you know we've talked about this a lot ever since, in fact, ever since he was signed, is that whatever Michael Bradley wants, Michael Bradley gets. So like they, you know, Vanny spent a season trying to uh, fit a. Uh, a formation around him, even though he was not suited for whatever Van was trying to do. So he kept, you know, even though he didn't have the players, he just kept trying to do things. And, you know, if Michael Bradley thinks he's fit, he plays, but he has and been, don't you dare sub him off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He has been, he has been, he has been excellent. He, he has played very well for TFC for more than one season. And, and it took me a while to appreciate Michael Bradley. I admit that uh, mostly because of the said, formation issues but it is noticeable this season and even more noticeable since he's come back from injury that 
yeah, he's he's lost a step. He's maybe lost two steps. His passing isn't as crisp. Um, certainly slower pace, uh, whether it's he needs a position change or, you know what, it's just, it's starting to become time to move on from him. But as long as he is deemed fit, Michael Bradley will play. And that is something that this club needs to address. And it's something we're going to talk about at least briefly in a minute. Um, but yeah, I, I think, yeah, Gallardo, I feel Gallardo is easy to pick on. Um, like yes, let's, 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 shit. let's, you know what, no. who I'm going to pick on instead? I'm going to pick on Omar Gonzalez. And I sure. love Omar Gonzalez. Um, and last year he saved this team. Um, he was honestly, I, I, a lot of the reasons TFC was successful for the second half of last season uh, rest on Gonzalez's shoulders. But this year, again, year older, whether he's been playing with an injury, whether he's just playing with the stress of this season, is is not the Omar Gonzalez we're used to watching. He has made foolish error after foolish error, um, goes too far up the pitch. And again, some of that has to do with how Vanny has them play, but more times than not, I've watched him play and just been like, what the hell? Like, who are you and what have you done with Omar Gonzalez? And it's, and it's been frustrating because um, this team, you know, usually you've got Gonzalez and Mavinga next to each other as, you know, pretty solid center defense. And this year it's been it's been kind of scary. Um, and a lot of that has been on has been on Gonzalez. So, yeah, he's he's in there for me as well. Plus the hair. Eh, he didn't dye it a stupid color. I'm going to give him a little ground. Yeah, fair enough. Also, he didn't shave it bald. Exactly. Kind of bald players. So, yeah. Yes. Fuck you, Nick DeLeon. Right? Ooh, I'm bald now as well. Fuck Are off. you? We didn't need more than two. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Uh... I don't know. I'm. I'm. This. This also feels like low hanging fruit. I. All those are excellent, excellent calls, and I wouldn't even begin to attempt to 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 defend those those players. Um, I feel like. Um, I think I'm still kind of hung over in disappointment with uh, Simon, and it's just getting. It's like he had. It feels like it took him about four or five full matches before he did something like, okay, all right, I see where his, his expertise, his, you know, his, his pedigree is, is shown up where he did a good thing here, did a good thing there, but that's a long time. That's a long time when, like, when you consider who he stands next to, that was a very painful, like, that's some awkward defending moments that you can measure in hours. And and then even after he had a couple like bright spots, like in game, like individual moments in games, not whole games, then you'd see the, then you'd see the, Oh fuck. And, and I've got time for Simon. Like I, but let me rephrase that. I had time for Simon. When we signed, <laughs> I thought that is a fucking coup. Well done. And then, Oh, I thought, well, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, maybe he just yeah, could have been injuries. Like I was, I was giving him outs because I liked the guy. But now there's, he, I feel like he's been thoroughly exposed as, you know, past his prime. At least past his prime in a league as fast and as aggressive as MLS. Like, 
you know, in, in probably a more patient league, he'd probably, probably be perfectly fine. He probably wouldn't seem as exposed for the lack of better term, but like he got exposed a lot and, and it hurts because again, I like him, but unfortunately his best days were when he's wearing Montreal shirt. So, uh, yeah. Okay. I had a question here about, and this is what I mentioned with Michael Bradley about uh, TFC. Is this their last kick at the can with this core? You know, TFC are very much a, a, a win now, build later kind of club. And even, even when they do start to sub in and bring in younger players, that's still their mentality, right? We've got one, it's, it's very, you can feel it. We've got one more chance with these players. Oh, oh, maybe, maybe just one more chance with these players. And you know, hanging on to, you know, Michael Bradley, um, Josie Altador, um, some of the defensive core, and I include Justin Morrow in that. Um, <laughs> I do. I, hey, I love Justin Morrow, but I, I, I recognize oh, no. that <laughs> there's nothing wrong with loving <laughs> Justin Morrow. He deserves the love. Um, but there's, you know, obviously at some point, you have to start transitioning out of this. So is this is this their last chance with this group or are they going to re-up one more time next year? Or will we finally, will we actually see um, some transitioning out of some of these players into um, either younger players that we got to see a little bit of this year, existing younger MLS players? I don't know. What do you guys think? I think they're going to have to. It's been breaking down in so many pieces and this was not even a regular year. Yeah, if, if, it was, if it was a regular grinding year, it might have been even worse. Like the the, the pieces of the championship year was, um, are you know they're probably at the at their breaking point now. Bradley, like you meant, like we mentioned, coming back didn't look himself. Altador's no longer an issue, really. Um, I, I don't know. I guess you can build around Pozuelo as a piece, but like, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if Piatti, I mean, he did well, but I'm not, not, not sure if that's the kind of impact DP you use. Uh, go, especially if you're building for two or three years down the line. And yeah, but, but at the same time, I don't know if they've vetted in enough youthful, uh, useful youth players, like or younger players to count on them on a regular basis. So it may, it may take, acquisitions not just building from within mm -hmm. and you look at sort of obviously tim lewicki and they're right, going to sign big huge players and this and that is that's kind of gone and sort of ali curtis you look at his history with new york it's yeah right we're, we're not going to be signing players for like multi-millions and what have you uh, and so i mean maybe we're moving into that mode but yeah, I mean, did, you know, who are the young players that are pushing through? There's sort of Akinola, Larea, Shaw, and you know, sort of Liam Fraser. Nothing really seems to have happened with him, and however many other people that have come through, it's like the young kids aren't really there. So, yeah, I don't. Do you? Do, do we have? If we were to say, right, Bradley, Altador, you're gone. We're moving on. Do we have the players there to be? coming into those spots i'm not sure we do so i think you know i think we definitely see bradley back next year i think altered i mean we signed into a long year long-term contract so presumably you know somebody else is going to have to 
you know, trade for him or buy him or what have you if, if he's not coming here. Is that going to happen? Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to, uh, like, I feel like, I feel like that, unfortunately, with the results that teams had, like, I mean, they, they finished runner-up to the, the, the Hallowed Supporter Shield, and in, mm -hmm. like, against all odds and insurmountable, blah, 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 like, that's, that's, that becomes a really hard argument, I feel like, for yep. them to say, yeah, you know what? We should blow this team up. It's like, yo, you finished second in the league, and yeah. and and unfortunately, I'm in I'm in the boat that, yeah, you 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 should start at least, you know, you don't have to do wholesale, but start like take take four of the three or four of those names that you just said and replace two of them, move two of them on, um, like I feel like our back four has got some mainly our central defenders it's not even so much i mean the wings have got their issues too but they're the guys that you really rely on have not been super reliable and and yeah. like can those go yeah uh josie altador like i know he just signed a contract and as much as i love i love what he represents and when he plays but you're getting into high price mascot range you know he comes on does some fun things you point you know you go oh wow that was great but then he gets injured and you don't see him for three. And that's, that's fine. Like if, if you, that's, that's the risk. And he, I could make the argument too, that he'd be worth the risk to keep. I'm not so much looking to get rid of him just yet, but there's definitely potential. He could go off and win as the player. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, and like, he's, he's already, he's already a bit of a legend anyway. Like he only needs one, one or two more moments to like cement as like, okay, yeah, we had a great player. He was a great player for Toronto, whatever, however that narrative goes, that's fine. But I also feel too, like, as far as like the youth goes, I know, I know we, we are, we are on in this collective of the four of us, we are pro Canadian player and we see a lot of names come up through the system and are given these half chances and, Oh, you're not good enough. Oh, by the way, uh, our DP that you were substituting in for while he was healing up, he's back now. So, you know, back to TFC two, you go like, those aren't real opportunities. Getting two games under pressure is not, is not development, you know, training with the team though is development game time game, actual game experience is development. Um, so like Liam Fraser, like, yeah, yeah. He didn't get much of a sniff. That's because Michael Bradley played a lot. And even when he didn't play, they didn't play him. They played somebody else or he came yeah. on as a sub. Like we, we, if, if there's an actual desire to develop Canadian talent, truly, truly develop them, you find better ways and better reasons to give them full meaningful minutes. You don't, you don't just go, okay, you're going to play cause so-and-so's hurt. You're going to say, you're going to play this game. You're probably going to get subbed on next game and you will play the next game barring injuries and incidents. So like, that to me is a lot more is a lot more concrete that I can go. Okay, yeah, I see what they're doing. They're trying to phase player X in and consider phasing player Y out. That's not happening. So, like, do we lose another three or four players out of this batch that we've seen who've come on as you know mid mid second half subs and you know tear stuff up and oh they're just going to disappear because we got another crop of kids who are faster, younger, cheaper, whatever to take their spot. I, 
I kind of, I still, at some point, I want to give those kids a legit chance, not a two game, uh, you know, back to back Wednesday, Saturday thing. I mean, like a real legit, like we're going to throw our lot behind these guys and we're going to try and set them up for success. And it never feels like they do. So, well, that's not, so, that's not how this club is built, right? That's not how MLSB thinks, and that's course. that's part winning, of the issue. Winning but. equals equal. Winning equals money. I understand that, and that's I get that. So, but then it comes back to this thing: um, is this is this the last kick of the can for this core? Unfortunately, I don't think so. I want it to. I kind of yeah. want to start seeing the transition, but I also feel like the transition only ha- happens when their when their hand is forced either through injury. I through the transition was two years. It didn't happen. Through, so through, like, I'm through uh, contract re-upping where they want a raise or, and they're already paying them too much, whatever. And I can't be optimistic that, that, you know, this off season is going to be the harbinger change. I can't, I, I figure we're going to, we're going to ride this pony in for another season. We'll have hopefully at least one central defender that you may or may not have heard of who played, you know, who's played, 30 games in the last two and a half seasons for some team out West that we're not sure of that he actually played. That's fine. Anybody's got to be better than like the, the, the players that we can definitely see in front of us who aren't performing to what we expect them to. So you start like, I'm willing to start taking my chances on an unknown quantity or lesser known quantity than uh, Gonzalez, Simon, do we say that? Is that a joke still? Is that a thing? And anyway. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Let's um, we'll, we'll, and we'll talk about this more because the off season is coming and we'll see what they do. Um, I'm not going to talk about that. Okay. So just a little heads up for those of you that might watch um, the T terrorist cheese maker match. Um, but of course we'll be watching TFC on Tuesday. Uh, Julian B. Guzman. <laughs> Joining the TSN panel for all of, really? all of Toronto and Montreal's matches throughout the playoffs. Is he, why did someone get arrested? Yeah, is he, is he <laughs> I, I, I think they just I don't know, but he's going to be there. Just a little heads up. All right. Um, so we were predicting the play in matches. So who do you want Toronto to face in the first round? T Terrace, Cheesemakers, or Montreal? Nashville? Make it interesting. Montreal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, Nashville to go on Montreal for fun. <laughs> T Terrace would also be fun, just for the whole sort of. No, it's uh, never fun. To no, play it's them. never fun. It's always terrible. It's What's wrong with you? The whole Hartford versus New England. No, thing that, that, that no, would no, let it go, Duncan. Let the New England thing go. Bad right, thing for happen. You, <laughs> you, you were voted down. <laughs> anyway, not Nashville. Either with the other two, there's fun to be had there. Nashville, no. Yeah, they've got years to go before they become anything resembling fun. Right now, they're the yes. team that got COVID. So, first. They got it first. <laughs> Forever first, okay. COVID. That's them. <laughs> is, there any, is there any way you feel like they probably don't advance? Like, I worry if the T-Terror, if T-Terrorists are their opposition. I, Definitely. I worry. That that is. Eh. I don't know that. I mean, you know, they 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 were, unless this time off has allowed them to bounce back, they were and heal. Yep. You know, they were sh- mm-hmm. inconsistent the last eh. 
Well, they, they, they lost what, like three out of the last four games. That's yeah. pretty consistent. Yeah. Oh, I know. So depending on yeah, depending on who's back from injury, depending on what training, their special BMO field dispens- training dispensation thing that happened. Um, all right. Well, then I know we can't really predict Tuesday's match, but do you want to just say win or lose? Don't win. Uh, Toronto will beat New England one uh, nil. It'll be. Uh, I love the specificity. That's awesome, Duncan. You're welcome. Uh, Toronto gets Toronto gets Nashville against all our wishes and thump them three one. Uh, three two uh, against Montreal late game. We're winner. covering our bases wow. here. This is good. Wow! Says Owen mm-hmm. Wilson. <laughs> Tony calls for a loss. Yeah, against, against New England. Against New England. All right. Yeah. There we go. Um, look at us. We're so sunshiny. All right. One last thing, and then we're gonna go. Uh, Ryan, yes, Ryan Reynolds. You know, as we know, bought sorry Duncan a Welsh club. Uh, bought Wrexham. Um, barely knew him. And <laughs> barely knew uh, him. Hey. Canadian celebrity should buy a, a club. Uh, should be a Campiel club, MLS club. I think we should try and keep it within Canada personally. Um, I went with Seth Rogen and the club should be called uh, High AFC. High AFC? Yeah. Mm. What's the A for? As, As fuck. fuck. <laughs> ah, gotcha. Hey. Thank you, Mark, for understanding that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with the sort of random CPL team. Maybe just the names make it easier. And uh, Ryan Reynolds is going to be involved in this one as well, but him and uh, sort of Ryan Gosling as well. Oh, and uh, just sort of brooding FC. I don't know where they play. They're just uh, handsome FC. There's many different ways you could go. Um, the Bare Naked Ladies by a team called Nudity oh, FC. Yeah. I'm guessing they play in Montreal. <laughs> call it Gordon FC. Come on. FC Gordon. FC <laughs> Gordon. Better. Yes. Um, I've, I've, I, I, yeah. So I got Celine Dion. She'll own the Montreal Campiel team. Uh, Drake, uh, he's going to get Midtown Toronto, but it's, it's going to come out that after he's been forced to be, to pay for his courtside seats, he's like, fuck that. And I'm going to go join a rival of them just to prove a point. So it's, it's, hmm. The team's really the team's gonna last as long as the wolf pack, and that's not a shot at the wolf pack, but that's gonna be like a three year thing, and he's gonna lose interest. Um, I've also got uh, Michael Sarah for Brampton, and it turns out he's super proud of his team of his town, and he institutes a must be born or have lived in Brampton city limits to be eligible to play. Nobody would expect Michael Sarah to come up with such a rule because he's such a mild mannered, meek dude, but like that's a you know, mm, I'm all for it. And the last one, the last if, one. If anyone can do that, Brampton oh, can yeah. do that. Oh yeah, and honestly, I would, I would, I would instantly love a team that's got the balls to come up with a rule like that. Because let's be honest, they could probably come up with a team right now, <laughs> and they would mm-hmm. probably win the league. Um, they probably they would probably finish. They probably finish fifth in MLS. Let's be honest. Um, and the last one I got, um, Owen Hargraves. Uh, City need to be determined. Need to find the right fit. Haven't still working that one out. Don't know who I hate hate enough to to want to have him as an owner, but uh, uh, I'll, I'll wait for St. Catharines to piss me off or something. I don't know. 
All the Littlest Hobos by the Wanderers. (laughs) 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 All right. Um, Mitsu gets a Cowboy FC. (sighs) Obviously have to go out and play in fucking Alberta, so, you know, Red Deer or fucking Medicine Hat or something. But, uh, yeah, Cowboy FC. That's a scarf I can get my head around. (laughs) Mm-hmm. It's not even a euphemism. It's just I just didn't no, like the I, name I, the Mitsu I scarf. Yeah, I understand. All right. Well, that is uh, that is our show for this week. Uh, thank you. Uh, we're sorry we weren't here last week. Um, little small dedication to what was our resident podcast: uh, Shania, Shakira, Sushimi, Shibuya, Shibuya, Shishkebab, uh, my beloved. Yes. Shira. 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 Yes. Uh, my beloved Shinari is no longer with us, um, but uh, don't you worry. She's still hiding in her cat cave angrily at all of us for laughing too loud. So um, that is why we were not here last week. We thank you for joining us this week on our bumper episode. Uh, I've been joined by the entire podcast panel from the vocal minority uh to be found there on the twitter is at duncan d fletcher mr duncan fletcher meow out on the twitterverse at malarkey fc mr tony walsh <laughs> uh on the tweet machine at kid nerd mark with a k not a q mr mark I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing that uh thank you very much to everybody who uh supports us on uh, patreon thank you for your continued uh, patronage uh we still have t-shirts on zazzle you can find the link at our website. And uh, in case anybody's interested, Bella Russian Premier League down to its last two weeks. Oh, all the, all the games, all the games are taking place at the same time on Sunday and then the following Sunday for the final two rounds. You thought EPL, thought that was pretty baller doing it just for the last week? Ha, last two weeks. Who's the better Premier League? Ask yourself that. <laughs> Ask yourself. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a two-horse race. It's going to be good. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll have to check in with that. Um, as for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I have been your host, Mr. Knowles. And until next week, Canada, get used to it. Yeah. Hey, I'm back. I you 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 don't completely lost me there for about ten seconds. Did we? Oh wait, that's all we were. Yeah, talking we were about. worried. We were mm. so worried. We almost called Roz. I know. I was. I had my phone <laughs> out and everything. I was very concerned.